welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show, presented by Hugh Hattrick. Drive fast and try not to crash. Going on. I like it. I like it. It's a good intro, that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. And it's another huge show tonight with a fantastic guest. It is Basic Ollie. Hello. Hello, Hugh. How you doing, mate? You all good? I'm very well, very well indeed. And it's fantastic to have you on the show. You're sitting there in your cockpit with your steering wheel. Oh, sorry. Driving all the time. That, uh, But we've already got lots of questions, lots of things oh, to get spot to. On. Spot which on. Is, which is brilliant. Um, and for all the new subscribers as well, because we've had quite a few over the last few weeks since uh, David Perel was on the show last week, and there's plenty more to come, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the like button as well. Now, my goodness me, we have got lots of questions already. I can hardly keep up with the comments here. So I'll start with the first easy general question, uh, Ollie. How did you start oh, racing and gaming? Oh, so it, it's 100% down to my dad. As my dad, as soon as I can remember, the first thing I remember is just him buying a PlayStation 1 and 2 and just Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo 1, 2, 3. Uh, he would just play it and I just watch him and I was mesmerized by how good it was. Uh, it was the graphics for the time were just, you just thought, well, it can't get any more realistic than this. And I, I was a kid, I was just glued to it, just couldn't stay away from it. Uh, and I absolutely loved it. So my first memory was of me and my dad playing Gran Turismo. And I just, I'd hate to think the amount of hours I spent on that when I was a kid. You, you, pff, scary. Like, it's honestly so, so many hours, but. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I absolutely loved it. And it's put me in a position I am at the moment. I'm telling you, it's, it was so good. That was my, that's, that's the first real memory I've got of racing and how I got into it. It was Gran Turismo, one, two and three, all over it, all over it. So what was it, what was it that really made, kind of made you take to the, the game? Because I mean, for, for different people, there's different things that they like about Gran Turismo hmm. and you have memories of playing especially you know from playstation one two three and four as the game has evolved um what would you say are like your kind of your favorite things about gran turismo uh, i think at the time it was the realism like it was just it really was the best sim out there there was like there's nothing else out there that could even touch uh gran turismo and uh, without sounding like oh big-headed kind of thing I, I got it and i was like i'm, I'm pretty good at this like <laughs> i was doing the licenses like you did in the old gran turismos and I was getting gold, and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Like, I'm pretty good at this. And, uh, yeah, um, of course, AI on the old games weren't particularly great, so that would build your confidence even more. Um, it wasn't really until I got to online racing, I was thinking, like, okay, maybe I'm not that good. Because like, back in those days, there was no online racing. So you, all you had really to base off how quick you were was yeah. the, the licensing and the, you know, racing against the AI. And they weren't fantastic. So you'd yeah. be like, yeah, like I am the nuts. And then you'd realise you face up people go, well, hang on, <laughs> maybe I'm not as quick as I thought I was. But yeah, that is, yeah, Grand way for me. It's how challenging, uh, how challenging it could be, how close it was to being a real sim. And I love cars. So that was the closest thing you could get to it when you was a kid. It was, you know, driving on the PlayStation. It was, it was simple as that. Simple as that. Loved it. So it was things like, you know, that you could drive the, the Zonda, wasn't it? The Pagini Zonda. <laughs> And yeah, do you know what? It wasn't for me. It wasn't even so much the Zonda. It was more like your Subaru Impreza's, your Mitsubishi ah, Evo, yeah. stuff like that. Love my Japanese cars, Nissan Skyline GTR, that that kind of thing. Uh, Mazda RX-7, uh, yeah. Mitsubishi FTO, anything like that. I 
as I don't know what it was, just saying attracted me to them rather than the supercars, really, if I've got to be frank. Um, yeah. I just it was just saying about them. I don't I don't know what it was, and it's still to this day, um, Mitsubishi Subarus, they're just they're just my favorite. And I I think they just got loads of character. Do you know what I mean? Like I had a Subaru, I owned an Impreza, and yeah. I got so many comments in that in that car about saying how people used to come up to me go really nice car but then i've owned a golf and no one said a word no one said oh, that's a nice car no one bothers no one says it but as soon as you get one of those cars you get so many car enthusiasts up saying oh mate that's a cracking car uh, and that just adds my love for it to be honest cars like that they're awesome so I much personality if you're a car enthusiast it does make a difference because those you know grand turismo wasn't just great for racing um but you got a chance to drive a lot of the cars that you would love to be able to have a go in um, exactly and, classics to kind of modern stuff um it gave you a great range and, and some quite fun races to do i used to love the formula one uh, version that they had which was really lethal to drive and it was yeah. quite quite hard going um and mm -hmm. you would go tires in about two or three laps and i could never <laughs> yeah, yeah. um but uh, and you'd be driving well onto the night you know two three in the morning doing your racing just trying to down to achieve the the different levels um mm. on the, on the grades and licenses to try and get up and finish the game and complete it all so you could buy the bet they're really good cars um so it's um, so obviously you've played it over the years so what would yep. you say I mean, there's been maybe did you have a favorite um gran turismo version that you really kind of fell in love with sorry uh oh 100 gran turismo 3 a spec 100 when i was a kid and you jumped from like gran turismo 1 and 2 ps2 comes out gran turismo 3 the graphics i was just like this you literally can't get better than this i was like look at the cars yeah, it was unreal and i also got my first steering wheel on a ps2 oh, my dad is very very good at like crafting from materials so he would make us like a uh a car out of wood like a full-on you sit in it had a steering oh. wheel you could put the pedals in it and it was just amazing and i'd have that with a screen in front of me a steering wheel and i was sat what felt like a car i just never left it it was yeah. just such an awesome experience but grand Turismo free and um i don't really, don't know if you remember but the mitsubishi fto like the le mans version Oh, yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, I literally, um, I would do the, I think it's, um, I do the Monaco race when I was a kid about three times a day. That's 78 laps times three every day because I wanted to get that car. And I did it about, I did it for about two weeks, I think, solid. Goodness. So I just I didn't that, stop till I got it. Yeah. You had to, I remember doing one for ages and ages and ages uh, to give you the money and the credits to, to get that yeah. other car. Yeah, that was yeah. the thing. We don't really do that so much now. But I have to say now, as, as things have switched to more online gaming, you, you mm. don't really miss that side as much. I mean, I think the new GT7 is going to have a bit more of that. Um, yeah. But I think because now people have really grabbed a hold of the online. What's been, you know, as you first set out with online racing, how do you find it from when you started to where it is today? Well, my first experience of online racing was actually on Toka Race Driver 3, if you ever remember playing that. I think it was about, I was, what, 13? Uh, and I had a PS2 Slim, and it was the like it was like the first kind of console you could play online without having some sort of adapter. So I plugged the Ethernet in, started playing Toka Race Driver Free, uh, and I just thought this is incredible. But I'm racing against other people because my mates never really liked racing games, so you couldn't really get your mates over to play it. So it was always just me. And as soon as I started playing it online, it was it was awesome. But if you look at it in today's standards, uh, it's fan it's fantastic. There is still a lot. There's a long way to go, I think. I think Gran Turismo set a benchmark on a lot of how online racing should be done, like yeah. as in the system, because it's 
by far and away, I know the penalty system gets a lot of battering, and so it should at times. So it yeah. should, because there's a vast majority of time it can be wrong. But, you know, the, the system of going like S, A+, you know, all the way down to E-rated and yeah. just being able to hop into a race every 10 minutes, it's yeah. just so user-friendly. Uh, it's ah. just far and away the best. But uh, GT Sport is probably the one I've spent almost – I've spent – that's probably the second most amount of time I've spent on the game. Grand Summer 3 first, GT Sport second. I've sunk many, many hours into this game. Um, yeah. Because every time you jump on, no race is ever the same. It's always different. It's always yeah. different. A race. It's different people. Uh, it's just it's just yeah, brilliant. I can't I can't fault it apart from the damn penalty system. But you know, they they I'm really telling you, they here. got it right. They got yeah. it right about a year ago, and they keep changing it, and they keep it just gets worse. And they yeah. just I'm like, oh no, it's the just one, oh. the ones that you see where some people have put them together, you know, in videos. And literally, they're not doing anything wrong. They're not. They haven't touched anybody, and all of yeah. a sudden, because something happened behind them, and um, they get a random two-second penalty, um, yeah. which, which is kind of crazy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's infuriating when that happens. Yeah, so hot. Yeah. Have you ever played like other games, like things like the F1 game as well, or has it mainly just been Grand Tour? Um, F1 games. Uh, yes, I used to play an awful lot. I can't say I've really touched this year's F1 game. Uh, I think it's because I'm so. Um, concentrated on work and then YouTube. Um, GT Sport just works really well for me and like do my YouTube videos. So I won't lie to you, I've bought F1 and I've, I've you know, done a few races on it, but yeah. my playtime is going to be five hours max on that since I bought it. Yeah. Really haven't touched it. I loved F1 games. I think F1 04 was my favorite. That was yeah, probably really. on PS2. That was my yeah. favorite because you used to get a little fax machine. You could be like a test driver and then uh, you got promoted to a second driver and it, it was. Probably the most immersive one. Uh, you yeah. had the Williams BMW as well with that famous front wing. Ah, uh, uh, like a walrus. The noise was good. It had a yes. proper noise. Or exactly. Noise. It was yeah. just, yeah. But the F1 games, I have to say, I, I did play them religiously apart from like the last year or so. It's not because they've got worse. They have got better. But mm. uh, since GT Sport, it's it's the one I go to, to be honest. Yeah. It's, my, it's my go-to. No online game touches it, I don't think. It's funny because you don't really see, even as a, as a, as a big YouTuber, um, when, you, when, you, when you, as your fan, you know, you, you, we're all subscribed to lots of different uh, YouTube gaming uh, channels and things, but you don't see the same kind of um, coverage for F1 games. It seems like GT Sport is just massive. And then some of the rally games and, and like the, the iRacing and things like that and Project Cars perhaps. But, um, but, uh, but it seems like GT Sport just seems to not quite have the monopoly, but it does, it does seem to have a huge community. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think GT Sport has a massive community, probably bigger than we than we think. But I think with F1 games, it's very specific YouTubers. Like yeah. if they're very like, there's a three or four I could name, and you're like, if I think F1, I'm like, those are the YouTubers. I can't. There's not. I don't think um, it's as easy to break YouTube yeah. if you do F1 yeah. videos. It's a yeah. lot harder, I think. Whereas if you start with GT Sport like I did, I think it's slightly easier because you can do. There's a much bigger variety of videos. I think you can do, and people love online racing. Like online racing is always because you can because there's always a talking point with every online video. It brings yeah. people to discuss it. So for me, I, yeah, I suppose it's like it's kind of what we were saying earlier that you know before we watched the big guys and then now we're trying to do it ourselves. Um, but but yeah. we watch one of their shows to try and improve our lap times to try and see how they do it, see what they're breaking, see what they're doing, and, and learn the mm. tip. Um, and and uh, and so it all kind of helps you to get a better lap time. But this is one of the big questions I've got for you. Um, you do something phenomenally fast 
um, time trial and lap times. You're right up there with some really, really um, fast, fast times. What are your tips for all the viewers here who are desperately trying to find ways of getting their lap times down? Could, if you had three things that you think that would help bring your lap time down, what would they be? Uh, first thing straight away is um, when you jump into qualifying, always load the first guy's time because he's first for a reason. Just look at what he does. You know, mem remember the breaking points. What gears he in? What cars are using? How does he take this? Uh, and when you're following the ghost, don't panic too much if you're going to lose time. He's first. Just try and yeah. see what he is doing. You're not going to be perfect. You're not going to match him, but you can get damn well close and see where he can get. I've done many a times where I load the first ghost. I do two free laps following it, and then I turn it off. Yeah. Because even though I know I won't be able to exactly match him, but I think to myself, well, if I turn it off, there might be a few little things that I might prefer and actually make me quicker. Um, yeah. And yeah. yeah, so my first my first tip is always uh, if there's a ghost or anything of first place, watch it because yeah. that is where that's he's the fastest guy. That's what you've got to do. Um, yeah. A second one is probably how smooth you are. I honestly, if you're smooth, I swear to you, it's, it will make such a difference. If yeah. you're going around the track constantly, just like constantly like fighting the steering wheel, it's not going to do you any good. You need to be, you need to be smooth. And yeah, you know, start off and just, I would do like a, almost like a banker lap every time. And then I would just kind of ease up, like kind of break a little bit later every time and just see where the limit is uh, mm. and then just go from there. Uh, and then um, for tip number three, I think in a way, don't get stressed about it. Just enjoy it. Don't don't like get angry because you can't improve or whatnot. Just a bit sometimes. OK, maybe that is as fast as I can go. But there'll be another different track. There'll be a different car and it will suit your style more and you can set a quicker time and then you'll feel so much better about yourself. I yeah. I can do I can do some really, really quick um, group times. Like I was saying earlier before we started, I can do really like group four and group three. I can smash it. But for me, group two, group one, just I can't do it. It's just, it's just not for me. But yeah, honestly, just it just takes time, practice and uh, just enjoy it. <laughs> don't, don't get upset or angry. It's so easy to do. I know it's an easy thing to say, but just don't, you know, just don't do it. Follow, f download first place ghosts, I tell you. <laughs> it works wonders, I'm telling you. People don't do it enough. People do not yeah, do it enough. So that's the thing, isn't it? Because they're in, for a lot of the cars as well, if you're in higher gears, that makes such a difference because it's stuck yeah. Car balance and a lot of the time we're in too low a gear, so of course the car is swaying about because the energy is going from back to front and so on. Um, yeah. so it makes a big difference. So, that kind of thing, I think, as well, looking ahead, isn't it? Because when you're watching, when you're playing your game, quite a lot, I know I get caught out with that, I don't look far enough ahead, and then I realize I'm, I'm not prepared in advance for the corners too much. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Rear, I think rear, too many people concentrate on their like the dial, the information they got, what speed am I doing, you know, and stuff like that. Um, just con like it sounds great. Concentrate on the road and keep your eye on the next apex because that's where you're going to be. That's what you aim for is the next apex. Don't look too much at your speedo and your dial. It just it will just feel natural. Just break when you feel when it feels right, uh, yeah. and always try and aim for that apex. Hundred percent. Yeah. So what are your because you've done you've had a lot of very good races um, and you mm -hmm. and you show that on your videos. They're always got good good thumbnails that are always exciting. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what have your best results been? What have you kind of the ones that you would like to think of have, have really kind of meant something to you uh, in Gran Turismo? I think um, when I first raced um, Steve or Super GT, uh, I first raced him and I did a video on it. 
Uh, this was back when I did it like started in like January, February. I had to record it on my PlayStation and I only did it in 30 minute periods. So <laughs> I saw him in it. And I was like, start, start recording, start recording. And um, yeah, he said um, I was in the Evo. Funny, I was in the Mitsubishi Evo, which is not fast at all at the time. Uh, yeah. And he said, oh, basically, he's brave in the Evo. And yeah. I was just starting one place in front of him. Uh, and it was, um, is it a Bathurst? And I just, I slowly started to pull away and I started to overtake people. And then yeah. my heart was pumping because I was like, this is, this is like my idol. Like, this is the guy, you know, I wish I could be. And I managed to beat him and I was jumping for joy. And I recorded, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I recorded it. And he was streaming at the time. So as soon as I finished the race, I went back. And he, he was just going, I can't believe he just he was like, I can't believe Base College beat me in an Evo. He went, fair play. <laughs> like he's beat me in an Evo. And uh yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, the Evo um is a cracking car, but it's got no top end. So at Bathurst, you've got no chance on the back straight and the and the um yeah, as soon as you're on the straight, she just is lost. So yeah. I was just ecstatic. Um, but that was my yeah, that was my first kind of memory, and that's probably my favorite one. Um, and at the moment. Uh, I'm doing a series with the Mitsubishi, funnily enough, and we're currently first in Europe for Mitsubishi. So oh. I, that is just, a, I am just concentrating on that right now. Uh, yeah. So in the whole of Europe, we're currently first. And yeah, that's probably my proudest one at the moment is the fact that I still am first. God knows how, but <laughs> we are the fastest guy for Mitsubishi in Europe. And my God, I hope it stays that way. I really do. We've got about four races, three races left of this series i think uh -huh. so about three weeks left so um i'm hoping and praying we stay there because that will be that'll be my biggest achievement on gt sport to finish first for a manufacturer that's pretty special so yeah, yeah that's the aim yeah yeah so, I mean, that's that's brilliant well i'll start asking some of the questions because we've got a fair number of questions from all our viewers here um, and oh. i'll go right up to the very top it was zaza racing who was there right at the very start and he's got three questions for you uh, this is very much related to what we've been talking about. Uh, it says here, how did you feel when you saw Super GT's second account in your lobby? And it says, take us through the emotions you had when racing Super GT. And that then number three of that is, did you manage to get to sleep afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny. So um, it was on Tuesday. Uh, I, was, I was streaming. Uh, I had about 150 people watching me, which is great. Uh, and there's this, I was started on, uh, I think I started poll. And I saw as we entered the lobby, I was like looking down the list. It was like R4M Shadow underscore GT. I thought, well, that's Super GT second account. And yeah. I was like, chat, is that is that him? Is that I was like, I was like, is that him? Is that him? Because he doesn't, you don't really see it because you don't stream anymore. You're only going to catch him in a race, like you know, through luck. And I was like, I can't believe it. And half the chat were telling me that's no, fake. It's not him. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And I was about three laps in. I was winning because um, he'd been taken out. Um, and then all of a sudden, lap three, fastest lap, Ram underscore Shadow GT. I was like, well, that's him then. I was like, that solves that. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, my heart was all over the place because, um, like I said, it's you don't realize how much racing against a guy does like for your channel. So, not only am I just wanting to beat him for self pride, but also yeah. because I've got people watching me, yeah. you know, <laughs> and it will do the world good because. The amount of times people have commented or subscribed to my channel going, oh, I saw you on a Super GT live stream, or I saw you in a video of his. I sort of checked your name, searched your name, saw your YouTube channel, love it. So I thought, well, if I can beat him here, it's got so much on the line. It's not just about pride. It can yeah. do my yeah. channel absolute wonders. Cool. So my heart was through the roof, but we beat him in the first one. Uh, and then the second race, well, it was so good. He made a video out of it and he's managed to shout me out. So 
I think yeah. me and him are so even on pace. It just makes for such good racing. It yeah. really, really does. I was absolutely gutted when I didn't beat him. Oh, <laughs> if you've seen the video, the yeah. way he does me dirty, but he does it so well. He does it yeah. so well. I said in my stream, I said, I'm not falling for it, Steve, but he, he did it and he pulled it off and I was just gutted. Yeah. But at the same time, it was an honour to race him. I mean, he's got a lot of years' experience and I think it's yeah. the reason, you know, he's done so much go-karting. So he's so used to mm. racing out there for real as well. And that has oh, to yeah. give you a very strong competitive, I would you know, say, say an, an edge, but, you know, he's so good at that. that it's, oh, it's, it's unbelievable. He's you know, really it's, like, it's like if you race against David Perel, you would be saying the same thing. You know, I mean, these guys, they just know how to do it for real as well. Yeah. So they, they have that extra bit of kind of, that kind of not the sixth sense, but they know how to think as well as they're racing and they can just see quite far ahead. But no, exactly. you did incredibly well. And the thing is, that's only one race. You've got many more to get Well, back that's what I'm hoping for, Hugh. But yeah, oh, the yeah. pressure well, on my shoulders was unbelievable. But I, I wish I had like a, some sort of heart tracker thing. Because I, I tell you, it's going to be, it would have been over 150. Easy. Yeah. I was so, I was so nervous. I think I hit it well in the stream. But afterwards, I was, I didn't fall asleep until about half one that, uh, that night. Yeah. Just couldn't, I just could not sleep. I was absolutely yeah, I was buzzing. I was buzzing, especially when you joined the stream as well. God, crikey! Cannot believe it. Yeah, well, we, had, it. we did have um, uh, we did have Super GT here a few weeks ago when we were interviewing Thea from the Amazons. Um, he, he came on for a wee bit, and, and as you see, the comments went crazy, and everyone was saying hello to him, um, which mm. was nice. But um, but he did say hello, viewers, which was is, is kind of routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, all, we all kind of missed. So hopefully, if he does come on tonight, well, I'm sure we would do the same for him. Yeah, but it was lovely that he gave you this great shout out. I mean, t tell the, the audience. Oh, so, so we did the channel having that. Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. So we we finished the we finished the second race, and he and he and he beat me by about seven temps, which I was gutted about. Uh, and I was I had no idea he was going to join, and I just and I just got to start saying, Steve, if you're watching this, you have no idea what you've done for this channel. Like, and he didn't even shout me out or anything. He didn't even done anything. I was just saying, he's honestly, I was saying, you're so nice. Like, it was such an honor to race against you. And then all of a sudden, it just pops up with Super GT tick, and he says, "Bro, that was such an awesome race and all this kind of stuff." I was like, "Chat, that, that's him! Like he's actually in the stream." Uh, and then, then he donated. Oh, this I was, I was like, "This is crazy!" So he donated to the stream as well, and he said, "This is what happens when you don't race against idiots," kind of thing. Uh, great race. Uh, and then I couldn't believe it, and he left. And I was like, "Chat, I don't." I, I even said at the end of the stream, "I said I don't think I'll ever forget this." I don't yeah. think I'll ever forget this stream because it was uh, it was surreal. It was actually surreal. And again, it helped out massively with the channel. And then, of course, he just released the video 24 hours later. So yeah. I had like a 30-second segment about me and about my channel and like linked, had my YouTube <laughs> a link in the description for his latest video. And then since then, Hugh, it's just skyrocketed oh. since oh, he did that video. That's so, great. But what we're always trying to do here is to try and help the, you know, we, we, we try and interview lots of different sim drivers and racing drivers as well. And and, uh, and what we try and do is get their subscribers to come along and, and obviously comment and ask questions. Because well, this is a chance that they have when you're not racing to actually answer the questions that they maybe they would exactly. like when you are racing. Um, and so it gives you a bit more chance, you know, I mean, under any pressure um, of watching the track and everything else and trying to answer complicated questions. Yes, uh, yes. I've been guilty of uh, reading the chat and then wiping myself out. <laughs> I've done that once or twice. I won't lie. I won't lie. But no, it's great. And if I could just say to all the viewers who are watching tonight, we've got lots of interviews with last week. We just had David Perel on the show. Um, tomorrow night, we've got Josh Martin 
who just actually beat David Perel in the Hublot Ferrari series at Monza on Sunday there. He ended up being ninth. Um, so that was a big, big score victory for Josh Martin. And he'll be on the show from eight o'clock tomorrow night. Um, and if you haven't hit that subscribe button, that would be fantastic to help us here on the channel. Um, but um, so let's have a look at some of the questions. Now, I saw a, a question here about Project Cars 3 from Philip Hochton. Um, he's asked, what do you think of Project Cars 3? Um, well, I did a review on it and I went in there with such a level head. It was unreal. Uh, I did the first couple of races and everyone in this chat was going, this is rubbish. This is terrible. This is being, I was like, no, just give it a chance. Give it a chance. And then within an hour and a half, I was raging. I just thought, what is this game? I think the worst thing they could have done is called it Project Cars Free because it just simply is not Project Cars Free. It's so far from it. Yeah. Um, it's surreal. And I just don't, it just felt like it was halfway there. It was half complete. It didn't know what it was. It yeah. didn't know, is it a sim? Is it an arcade? It, it had no idea. And I, I just don't understand. I was playing it. I was like, why would I want to play this? Like, why would I? I don't, I don't like, if I want to play an arcade game, I'll play like Grid or something, which is a lot better. But if I want to play a sim, I'll play Gran Turismo or Assetto Corsa. So where does this game fit? It doesn't fit anywhere. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I sold it within 20, no, within a week. I just put it up for sale because I was like, I'm not, it's just, it's just a terrible game. Like yeah. I'm not, I thought, I did, when I bought it, I thought, I can see a lot of people hate on this. I'm going to be as neutral as I can. And I'm going to give it a chance because I'm normally very relaxed and always yeah. have a laugh of stuff like that. And uh, yeah, we're an hour and a half. I was like, I'm not playing this again. It was just, <laughs> it was just, terrible. it was terrible. Everything about it, the graphics were poor, the way the cars drove, um, the career mode was bad. Um, I, I just don't understand games where like for I, I st suddenly I was in Japan and then yeah. within the next race, I'm in racing in Great Britain. What's, what, what am I doing here? Like, there's no story to it. I'm just going from place to place. Yeah, and I don't know why I'm, why am I here? Like this isn't a championship. Like why am I racing here? I don't, yeah. I don't, don't like it. I want a purpose. I want a reason to be there. And there wasn't, yeah. it was just, Oh, you're in, you're in Great Britain now. Yeah. Oh. I, I, I used to, I loved the first project cars. One was one of my favorite games. And when yeah. I, and even on the, on the, had the pad, um, it was just a great game to play, and I played it so much. Uh, I used to love the time trial, and it was the, yeah. the West Azure track, which was about 12 miles long. I actually mm -hmm. hope passed this time for it. I think it's either in reverse or, or one, and, and it was just, I'm such a favorite one because it's like driving through the south of France, yeah, in those LMP1 car type things. Um, and it was so good, and it just reminded me, yeah. and the graphics were fun, it, they were quite nice cars to drive. And then I got Project Cars too. And I just couldn't make head or tail of it. And um, I found the cars really tricky to handle. But maybe a bit more like someone getting into a set of Corsa for the first time. You know, it was yeah. you to be quite careful. Um, but I just couldn't get into it. Um, and uh, so I never, I didn't really play it at all. Um, and then uh, I would just still play Project Cars One, and I, I only just took it off my PlayStation recently, so I could allow for other other games. Um, but no, it's it's funny how it totally changed. And one of the places that they use it is at Brooklyn's at the at the Mercedes headquarters, which is well worth a trip to go and see. Because they have the F1 simulators and then they also have the GT simulators, and it's a proper um, simulator setup. You know, they've got about 10 of them. And they yeah. use Project Cars 2 for their GT simulator. Um, and it's really tough because, you know, you think, oh, yeah, it's going to be like a, an arcade or, you know, yeah. and it's, well, it's like 10 pounds for 10 minutes. Um, but you sit in the whole thing and then you drive away and you think, oh, I just tried to turn right and nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but I think maybe they'd be better with a set of Corsa or something that was a bit more drivable or, or you know something that was a bit more fun. 
um, yeah. to get them around. But they are they are proper simulators with like, the play seats and and uh, I think it's all you know, the um, Thrustmaster and things like that, that that run it. But it's well well worth going to actually. It's great fun. That um, but yeah. So let's get on with another question um, from our uh, from our, one of our many many viewers. Now let's see. Um, uh, uh, looking at the ones up here, let's see what we got. What would be your favourite car um, if you could have it? Um, have you, is, it is there a comparison from one you've driven in GT Sport to one that you would really like to own? Well, uh, <laughs> this is where again, where I was talking about Japanese cars earlier. Uh, it's actually a Subaru WRX STI. I owned one. I loved it. I fell in love with it. Unfortunately, due to the circumstances, I had to sell it. And I don't cry very often, but that was one time I do remember crying, selling that and letting it drive away. It was my dream car. Always wanted it since about five or six. Yeah. Uh, my dad would always buy rally controlled Subaru Impressors, and I used to love them. And yeah. then I was like, I can't believe I actually owned one. I even took it to Silverstone for the Grand Prix. And I was just, I was just blown away by it. So um, if I could pick any car in the world to have, it's that. I know it sounds it sounds surreal, and a lot of people say, "What well, you can have a Ferrari, a Lambo, you can have anything." It's just something about it. It just does something for me, and I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the it's the famous noise. It's that boxer engine. It's the it's a blue color with gold wheels. I don't think there's another car in the world that can pull off blue and gold wheels. Yeah, what car can wear gold wheels and it works. Like yeah, yeah, it just does. Yeah. It's it a just bit like does. old Trans Am, you know, the, the Trans Am from the eighties from Smokey and the Bandit. They yeah, had the old yeah, yeah. Trans Ams with the gold wheels on them. Um, and that's what you can remember from that time. But mm. uh, now we've got another question from GT Plus Racing. It says, "What sim gear are you running?" So my sim gear is relatively—it's um, not that advanced. It's just—it's it's good, but it's not like some of the stuff you see with these like Super GT and areas uh, and stuff like that. There. Um, so I've got a Logitech G29 steering wheel, which I've had for about a year now, uh, and it's—it's it's brilliant. It's fantastic. I can't really say. Uh, you know, a fan attack will make me lots quicker or it's worth the money because I've never bought one. But I use a Logitech G29 and this is a play seat challenge is what I'm sitting in. Uh, and yeah, I've, I feel like I've I've been fast enough with it. <laughs> I don't feel like it can, if you're some of the GT Sport World finalists from last year, they didn't even have a setup like this and they got to the final. So uh, I think sometimes people get too hung up on, you know, oh, I need a wheel to be competitive and all this stuff. Not necessarily, not necessarily. If you just, you know, if you just practice on the controller and practice and practice, you can be just as quick if you need to be. But yeah, yeah, yeah. this setup is, um, yeah, just a Logitech G29 play seat challenge and it works a treat, does the job every day of the week. If anyone's getting into sim racing, you really don't have to spend thousands. This, pro I think I got this as a deal. The steering wheel won the seat for 350 quid. That's and it was really good, and I got F1 2019 with it. So really it was, it was really, it was a really good deal. Um, and yeah, I, I think honestly couldn't recommend it enough. It does, Pete, because um, some of your viewers might not have seen that. Um, I've got exactly the same setup as you, um, and I decided to get it in a Black Friday deal. So actually, these deals will be coming out quite soon again. I know yes. Costco um, have uh, the G29 fuel. They certainly they did have quite recently, and it was only 145 pounds, including VAT, certainly in Britain. So I imagine it'll be a similar price, uh, whatever that yeah. in dollars and things. So they are. It's a great entry level, and it, and it's it's decent. It work. It seems to work on lots of games, and you don't have to do much adjustment. It just seems to to work pretty well. And of course, you can fold it up and put it away, um, which mm -hmm. is great. So it is quite good if you need the space, um, as well. 
but um but yeah so no it's 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 going to be fun and i think um the the um when i got mine i think i spent about 300 quid on it i actually got my money back because i went on a company car driving day a few months later and with all the practice i'd had i thought right they might have a simulator at the at the event because they have lots of different manufacturers yeah, yeah. Um, and sure enough um toyota and lexus had brought uh, gran turismo to the to, in a tent oh, oh, oh. i <laughs> set you up a treat that was there is my mate who told me and he said you need to come and, re- and do the lap because if you did the lap the, the prize was a new ps4 along with gran turismo um and there was this french guy who was there uh, he was obviously driving company cars um and it was over two days and he had the fastest time by quite a bit it was it was they used i think the supra or, or some of this uh, one of the gt3 or gt4 cars i can't quite remember yeah um, around the the brands hatch indie circuit um so i just went round and round and round and had as many practice shots as i could um to to try and do it and i remember i was in the tent with a guy who was he was like he was a proper driver because he had the racing boots and all the rest of it oh, um, oh yeah Oh, I'll just wait for you to send me the PlayStation uh, when I go back to France. I will leave you my 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 address in France, and you can just send it on to me. And I was yeah. like, right, I'm gonna get this. Yeah. <laughs> that's motivating. That that's when he thinks he's already won it. You're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's motivation. That I beat him by like a tenth and a half the next day, and I was still thought, winning it. <laughs> so that was, I am, so, and and you know, the PlayStation and the game and all this stuff, it's worth it. Um, and the following year, I won an event to go to Mercedes, um, the, the same uh, driving event. Um, so I, I got a drive in a proper C, uh, Mercedes C43 AMG saloon um, and the feature on the simulators as well um, at Brooklyn's at the, at, the, at the kind of head office there, which is an amazing, amazing museum and, and place yeah. to go. So I think when you start doing this, it's amazing how the opportunities come up. And, if you're fast enough, and of course, as the COVID thing, unfortunately, has... Um, put a dampener on every on all the kind of motor racing events but when you go to the big events everywhere there's there's now simulators everywhere so have yeah. you found you know did you go to things like the goodwood festival of speed and things like the british grand prix did they have some simulators that you could have a shot on there uh they have they have been but i've never really what i would love to every time i go to a place i've just been really unlucky um and not had the chance so uh i used to work at a car dealership right and literally the week before i joined working there they had a sim a proper like sitting formula one sim you got the fastest time you win tickets to silverstone and i was just i was i was away that week and i was thinking to myself if i was there i was was so confident like if i was there i would have won it but i would have won and i just kept kicking myself i thought if i'd done that i was like that's silverstone tickets sorted like that i thought that's definitely easy i thought i've seen some of the guys there i thought they ain't gonna be quick (laughs) i knew i knew and i was gutted but if they ever do come up I might keep in contact with you, Hugh, because you've won a couple already. So wherever you go, mate, I might just follow you and just I'm not gonna, <laughs> see, I'm not see if I can beat you and get your luck. I'll see it somewhere else. So I don't, you don't, I mean, certainly they had some great ones at Goodwood. Um, yeah. Best, there's uh, so many of them now. And, and uh, from Race Room uh, to uh, Mercedes, they always have a really good stand with them. But BMW have had them, they've all had them, which is fantastic. And it just it adds to the feel. And I think when they do this at some of the big racing events as well, um, you know, like with, with David Perel at the at the Blanc Plain uh, events they have at Silverstone and Brandsatch, when they actually have them in the tents as well, you know, you're they, you go out there, you watch a bit of the race, but when it's quiet, you can come in and, and have a go on the sim. Yeah, and it just fires you up because you think, oh, I've had a go. And then you, I think it really helps the motorsport enthusiast to go out there and enjoy the racing event because he feels much more involved, you know, and or she feels much more involved. So it's I can only see it as 
a kind of bit of a revival for motorsport actually because i think yeah. most of us love racing because we do it we, we we play the games but we, we know we can't really do it for real unless you've got a lot of money to spend but this is your chance to have a go and you never know if yeah. you're good at people are, are getting through championships i mean that's what david perel was saying he's doing it so that folk who are really good have a chance to get into a real series um yeah. and I, I think that would be an amazing thing you know yeah. that's 100%. There are so many good sim racers out there that I can guarantee if they jumped into like a professional series, they'd do well. I mean, if, take let's take Igor Fraga, who was he a finalist last year for GT Sport. He's now in Formula Two. So yeah. he won a championship, I think, with Toyota uh, in his first C series. So he'd never yeah. done racing before he won it. And then he went in Formula Three, did well on that. He was with a terrible team. Um, yeah. But he's been promoted to Formula Two for next season. And yeah. it just goes to show, and he... He's fantastic, but there's so many other quick drivers out there. It's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. And I'm telling you, they could beat professionals. I really do think they could. Sim, yeah. sim drivers are very, very underrated. They really are. Yeah. Now, we've got a question from Gorilla Guys 86 It says, mm. Ollie, is there a possibility of yourself, Rory, and Steve doing a combined stream in the future? Maybe another charity stream? Uh, it would be nice. Of course it would. Um, I've done, I've been in a few of Eerie streams. I haven't really been part of Super GTs apart from what happened a couple of days ago. But mm -hmm. I've got to be frank, if I'm sat in their shoes, I I could understand why they wouldn't want to do it with me because they've got like 30,000 plus subscribers and I'm just below five. So for them, it's like, what's in it for them? But yeah, if I was them, I'm thinking, what's the point in doing it with a 5,000 subscriber when i can get my mate who's got like 50 60 and we can do it so i would absolutely i'd i'd jump on the chance but yeah. i i can get why they wouldn't want to do it with me because i'm not that level i'm getting there i'm trying my very best but yeah. I, I think i have to get more well known in the community before that happens before yeah. that happens and um and, and the other thing as well i don't want people to think i'm just doing it because i want the views and subscribers i generally want to have a good i want to meet people i want to have a laugh i want to have friends from it so yeah. I wouldn't want to just, you know, think people are just looking at me to get there to get views from it. I'd want to meet Steve. I want to meet them. I'd want to go for maybe for a pint with them or something and, you know, yeah. get some on, on a friendship level before we did anything. Because I don't want them to think I'm just after them for views or subscribers. Because that, well, that's not what it's about. Get them as drunk as you can and then race them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Record it. Like, yeah, that's who I beat today. But, Another uh, pint. Yeah. Another pint. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, that's the way. That's the way to do it. But to be fair, and I mean, I have to give a shout out to a lot of the guys who have, who have, who have you know, kindly come over to be interviewed uh, on the show in the last wee while. And Rory, um, he, he brought a huge crowd of people. It was one of the biggest shows I'd ever had. Um, and and you know, when he said he was, he, he was happy to do the show. And and there is a great, um, kind of, you know, they're, they're very giving, which is really lovely because for someone like myself and this channel, which is very, very small, um, it's phenomenal if we can have somebody come who's got you know a lot of subscribers just because it gives us more views it gives us a chance yeah. to, to to have the the kind of interaction um with our with our guests and that's what we want we want to see the the guests ask lots of questions and and then you know that it's, that's your community there and they all yeah. want to know more about you and as we were saying earlier they can do this in this um type of environment and um, because you're not racing so you've got a better chance to an answer the, the the easier questions and the more complicated um, yeah. questions which is which is the thing all about it and uh, rory just sent me his t-shirt um so I, oh, I, did he yes he sent me a t-shirt so oh, awesome i'll be wearing that i didn't have a chance to do it tonight but i'll be wearing it on monday night for my gaming stream uh, which is fat man 
get a cheap sim. Um, <laughs> yeah, but we must try and do a race as well. I think it'd be great fun to be in a lobby with you. Um, and uh, my, my hope is, is once the COVID thing um, hopefully starts to ease up next year, uh, because I live in, in the Scottish borders, so we have a huge motor racing um, history. We have Jim Clark and we have the Jim Clark Rally and all these things. Yeah. Racetrack, which is an amazing racetrack. Places that people like Fangio, Moss, Jack Brabham, all these incredible heroes of the, of the early Formula One era um, have all raced there. Um, and we hope that when they, when they do the Jim Clark Rally again, it's probably about the end of May, that we could actually have a sim race on the same weekend because, you know, thousands of people come to Duns and they close the road. So they actually, they actually rally around the town centre. It's quite, quite dramatic. Um, yeah, yeah. Watch. And uh, if we could have a sim race with all people like yourself and Steve and others, I mean, I've got a list oh, that'd of be incredible. Then we could all put them together. And not only do we have this great historic rally to watch as well, but we've got the, the cream of the new guys coming in as well with sim racing. Um, so it is. It would be something. So you'll be welcome to come. I would love to have you up for that. And, oh yeah, uh, all like, yeah, all over that kind of stuff. It'd be great. We just got to just got to wait for COVID to finish whenever it finally does. I don't know when, but yeah, it's it would be great. To so many things, and it has been very very hard. But but I think there's an exciting future there um, to do big events and then to have sim racing events alongside it. Um, because people can get involved and come in and watch, um, and it, and uh, it'd be great fun, and especially if you get the nice summer weather and you're all coming up racing sims. I think it's a, a nice weekend away to have some fun, um, yeah. and also a chance to meet other sim racers um, who would be yeah. here too. You know, so it's uh, uh, I know it's a cracking idea. Yeah, I spoke to Tidney and David Perel and to Rory and to Steve and a few others, and they've all said they would like to do it. So maybe we can hope. Hopefully, we can put it together <laughs> in the next year. Big so names we'll, there, yeah, that'd be great. And then you can all say, look, you've raced against each other and you have a chance yeah. to meet them as well. And do I'll all... buy them all a pint first and then, then, we'll, then, we'll, then we'll go racing, shall we? I'll buy them a few pints first. That's the thing. We'll give them a dodgy scotch pie. Now, a question here um, from, again, from Philip Hockton. What are you hoping to achieve with YouTube? Um, sky's the limit. And I know it sounds a bit like, come on, mate. <laughs> I sim racing. I just want to get... I just want to work hard and get as big as I possibly can. I think uh, I've, I've mentioned it a lot, Super GT in this one, but he's the goal. He's the goal. He's the guy we all aspire to be, like, subscriber-wise and have that fan base. Um, and I just want to just keep going until I get there. Like, it's, there's no reason for me to stop. Like, I, I love doing it. And, yeah. and I find myself, I'm, I'm pretty good on racing games sometimes. So I think to myself, why stop? I enjoy it. I really yeah. do. I wouldn't even... If it was free, I'd still be doing it. I just love doing it. So it doesn't really uh, make too much difference for me. But um, I'm always checking the statistics like, oh, what can I do here? What can I do better? You know, these videos, do these do these ones bang? Why doesn't this bang? And I'm, I'm always looking at it because I, I just want to get as big as I possibly can. And that's not being like arrogant. It's because I'm determined. I want to do it. You know, there's a reason I do like, you know, I have a full time job and I do YouTube straight afterwards because I love it. And it's. I yeah. just want to get as big as I can. And it's as simple as that, really. It, just it's get, get as big as I can and just go from there. I just, the idea of having, um, the idea of people watching me, liking my stuff is, you know, amazing in itself. Um, you know, I've got, for me, when I started doing this in January, I thought if I have a, a thousand subscribers by the end of the year, I'll be so happy. And I've only got five and it's October and it's, Absolutely. it's just amazing. And I've just be, I'd just be so happy if it didn't grow anymore. I'd still be so, so happy, but I just want to keep grinding and get it as big as I possibly can. I won't stop. I will keep going until, you know, until there's no more sim racing to be done. I will keep going. 
I'll keep going. Turn off, eh? Tell you, no. But that's <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I'll just keep going, Hugh. Your wife will have to be peddling the the, the machines there, the crate, the electricity. <laughs> yeah. She will, yeah, 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 yeah. Now we've got uh, a funny question here from Loopy Racing. He says, "Can I ask how old Ollie is?" He says, "He looks like a teenager." I'm actually 27. Ah, I'm 20. I'm 27 years old. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, that's it. That was the question. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to expand on that. But yes, I am 27 years old. So maybe it's the camera. Maybe it's the light. Maybe it's doing the world of good. But you can never. You can never be upset about someone saying you're a lot younger than you actually are. So <laughs> I'll take. I'll take it. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got a question from David. Uh, sorry, from Ian Dockery. Uh, oh, it says David from Southampton. Is it true you got inspired by your granddad? But I think that question may have already been answered earlier. But, uh... <laughs> no, and I can tell you why. I said that's my that is my granddad right there. So he's the one that's typed that message. So oh. <laughs> that's why he's he's had you there. So my granddad has no idea about motorsports or anything like that. He just wanted to get in there because he's watching this. And with humour, he thought it'd be hilarious to type that kind of thing. Uh, he's a he's a funny, he's a funny man, but yeah, he knows nothing about it. He knows absolutely nothing. He just thought it'd be a joker and put it in there. So uh, <laughs> he has absolutely nothing to do with it. <laughs> oh, no. oh dear! So it's not generational. You have not been <laughs> previous generations to get into motorsport. But on saying that, who would hmm. be um, if you could meet some racing drivers out there? Who would be the ones you would like to meet? Uh, Jensen Button was always my hero as growing up. So. Uh, Jensen Button, a hundred percent all the way. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Jensen. For me, he was just such a. It was such a nice bloke in the whole yeah. everything he did, uh, and he and he just knew cars inside and out, and he was so smooth, buttery smooth. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was just by far and away my favourite. So it'd be Jensen Button, uh, and then I'd also like to meet Lando Norris as well, because mm -hmm. his his banter and everything is 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 great. So if yeah. I had to pick two drivers, it would be them. It would be them. It would be them without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's funny that because Lando has really taken the internet by storm, hasn't he? And the kind of yeah, he's done it because I think because he loves to do it so much. Uh, but he seems like a really nice book. Uh, I, I always enjoy watching interviews with him, and he's yeah. done extremely well. But, I, mean, I really, really, I think from what he's done with McLaren, he deserves that success because uh, I think he's shown a lot of great skill uh, and foresight. I, I, it would just be really nice to see George Russell in a better car because he's you know he's also extremely oh yeah. If he could get into a slightly, I mean, he's done a lot with the Williams car, to be fair. Um, but if you get into this, uh, even a midfield, proper midfield team, he would, I'm sure he would show even more. Um, yeah, but, he's got a lot of promise, isn't he? He looks, he looks scary quick. When you watch the Formula One esports, you know, when it was like COVID and all the Formula One drivers take, take part, he just ripped everyone to shreds. He was as fast as the esports drivers. He was unbelievable. And I'm sure, I'm sure if he went in something like a, like you said, a midfield pack or a Mercedes, yeah, he'd either. blow everyone away. He really, really would. There's a really, there's a re reason Williams want to stick with him because he's, yeah, yeah, he's, he, he's so good, so yeah. so good. Well, the the one claim to fame I have is that I am the, the only Grand Prix I've ever been to was the European Grand Prix at Donington in 1993, and I saw Senna win uh, in that most incredible lap. And oh wow! And it was astonishing because it was wet and then it was dry, wet and dry, and they ran out of tires, and we were at the old Donington loop at the back over the circuit. Yes. Um, and when he came around, we'd, 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 we'd heard, obviously, the cars go. And at that time, it was just a red light and a green light, and that was it. Um, yeah. And they were about half a mile away past the grandstand. Um, and then you, you could hear the revs rise, and then it just dropped. 
and then off, yeah. off the end, and then they went around the circuit and you saw the, the flashing lights because it was quite foggy and really terrible weather for the Grand Prix. Um, and eventually, by the time he came around, Senna was in second place. He had passed Hill. He came into the chicane and off he went down the hill. And when he came back into view, he had got past Prost. Um, yeah. And that him leading the race. And then after that, he was on to just about lap everyone except Damon Hill. Um, but it was the most incredible. Um, that experience. sounds like one of experienced that. That sounds, yeah. You could never forget that if you watch that, surely. Yeah. That oh, sounds quite yeah. incredible. And the mm. funny thing was, we had a little Damon Hill Union Jack flags with us because we were Hill, they were Hill supporters. And they were <laughs> the cheapest Union Jack flag you could kind of get. Um, and then we looked behind us because every time we were, we, Senna went past, there was this big crowd and, and they were kind of shouting away behind us. And of course, there was a whole bunch of Brazilians um, and they had their Senna flags and all this stuff. Yeah. It was so nice, you know, because they would do a kind of Mexican wave as he went past, you know. Um, and then they had a barbecue going in the side and they actually shared with us the barbecue, which was amazing um, because they saw us with, with his droopy Union Jack flags. They must have yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I know it's amazing because you said you've been to the Grand Prix as well. Um, how did you find that? Well, at Silverstone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, re it was really good, uh, I thought. When I, I went there with my sister and my dad, uh, and the misses and we uh, we loved it. It was great. The only the only fit pet peeve I've got about Silverstone is it is expensive. Like yeah. it is expensive. I wish it wasn't as expensive as it is, but uh, yeah, it was fantastic. Uh, I only live about an hour away from the circuit, so oh, we were just we when we went we had a uh, three four day weekend ticket, so we just drive down there, drive back, uh, and it was really good. It was my first real experience of watching any F one race live, uh, and then the next year. Uh, we went to Spain and went to the, the Spanish Grand Prix. Oh, fantastic. And we watched that. So I watched that abroad. And funnily enough, we also had tickets to the Austrian Grand Prix. But of oh, course, yeah. COVID struck and yeah. we couldn't uh, go. And the yeah. weekend, oh, I believe we were meant to be going, which is when it was scheduled. Um, it was the first race of the season and no one could turn up because of COVID. Yeah. So I yeah. had tickets. I've been to Silverstone. I've been to Catalonia. Um, and I was going to go to the Red Bull Ring, which is probably one of the most exciting ones you could go to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, COVID struck and that was that. So still got tickets for next year, actually. So oh, we had the option of um, returning them, getting the money back or keeping them and go next year. I my thought process was I'll keep it because if COVID does disappear and people are allowed back in, I can guarantee those tickets will be worth so much more. So oh, if yeah. we did change our minds, wanted to go, couldn't afford it. So yeah. yeah. So I had to keep the tickets. They'll be there for next year. Just got my fingers crossed we can actually go. Fingers I think, crossed. I, I think we're. I mean, I think it will ease up by Christmas, but that's my kind of view. I think things are beginning to to kind of change a wee bit. So hopefully, there's no more over. Well, we, I can hope so. We can hope so. Next year, things will start to return. Certainly by the summer, you would hope that um, we'll be able to go to these events again because um, that would be that would be something. Now we've got a question from GT Plus Racing. What do you think of the state of the sport of GT Sport at the moment? With the current penalty system, we get this. Ah, <laughs> yes. So um, there's pros and cons to this. So the pro, the pro thing is, is that everyone is much more um, conscious of what they're doing. There's not as many. I don't feel like there's as many incidents anymore. Everyone's a lot cleaner yeah. and safer. But there's a massive negative side to where it is because people aren't racing as hard or as well as they want to because they're so scared. Uh, of getting a penalty and that kind of it does ruin it a little bit i won't lie there has been some better racing because of it but at the same time if you've seen some of my videos i've been absolutely destroyed by penalty system and um yeah, yeah. i've had i've had account resets because of it uh and i think if you watch my stream from monday 
I've got eight seconds of penalties, all completely and utterly my not my fault. So I was, I was come out of I come out of spa and I served like a two second penalty again, not my fault. So I was ghosting and I was on the right hand side. So people were doing about 180 miles an hour at this point. People were fighting. I was on the right hand side. I ghosted out about 70 miles an hour. So someone's launched into the back of me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've gone flying five second penalty. So I could not be further off the racing line if I tried. And <laughs> even though he hit me, I got a five second penalty. I was like, what is this? But yeah, there's the pro side is, is that there can be some better, cleaner racing. The bad yeah. side is when it goes wrong, my God, does it go wrong? It's, it's just, the, the problem is as well, it's pulling people away from the game. There's so many people that comment on my videos going, love watching your videos, but I don't race because I know I'm just going to get a penalty. And those kind of those CB rated lobbies uh, and D rated lobbies, they're disappearing uh, yeah. very quickly. Only like your A and A plus are kind of hanging around uh, yeah. because the lower the lower rated people, if they make a simple mistake, it costs them so much. Yeah, um, exactly. So it yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah. And you want it to be in a good situation before GT7 comes out because you want people to be playing GT Sport and going, I can't wait for GT7. Yeah. But you've yeah. got the opposite effect of people going, oh, I don't really like GT Sport. I don't even want to buy GT7 because it might just be exactly the same. So if you're uh, watching Polyphony, please, <laughs> please sort it. Please fix it. Please. Oh, yeah. dear. We've been quite fortunate because I started the Fat Man in the Cheap Sim uh, PSN uh, only about six or eight weeks ago. And so we, we've, we've kind of slowly been going up. I think we're a B and a B at the moment. We were B and S, uh, but we had a, bit of, a few rough races. Uh, but we've not had a DR reset. Um, I'm trying to stay out of trouble as much as I can and try mm. and keep going. We're about 25,000 points just over that. Um, so yeah. aiming to get up to 30,000 to get into A. But it is tough. If you're in a B-rank lobby, especially, a lot of people have said in the comments, it just seems like people just go for you. They see you as a target. Um, yeah. And uh, you get a lot of silly penalties for absolutely nothing. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they'll have to improve it. Otherwise, GT7 will not be a success. I mean, I think, could you, you know, if people bought it and then did a review and it was like Project Cars 3, it would be a disaster. So yeah, it, it, it would, it would, it, it would. Um, otherwise, it's going to be, you know, I'm sure it would, it would be better than that. But, you know, they can't afford to have a bad slip up um, and they need to get to get it sorted out. Um, the second part of that question. Oh, there's another quick question there from your granddad. Oh, no, here we go. go on. Tell, tell Ollie that Danny Ings has scored for England. Yes. So I'm so, a Saints fan. So is my granddad. So Danny Ings is uh, is our boy. So yeah, that's fantastic. So <laughs> I love the fact he's communicating with me through YouTube and a live stream. I'd like to point out whose granddad could do that. Can I just say that? <laughs> whose granddad could watch a live stream with a YouTube account, create one, comment, and tell his grandson that Danny Ings has scores. But Props to him. <laughs> Fair play. Tell your granddad if you can subscribe to the channel. <laughs> uh, brilliant, brilliant. No, that's fantastic. So we've talked about future goals and plans. We've we've seen what you would like to do with the channel. We've asked about tips for racing and and so on, and uh, also your best results and favourite games. So we've had a, a really good range of questions. So I'm going to quickly put it out to the comments again to our viewers. If you've got any more questions. For a basic Ollie, then get yeah. right now, um, as we start to finish the show, we're heading towards that. Um, there's a the thing. Oh, we've got one from Philip Hockton. Today he got into an A-rated lobby, and the racing and the racing was more unfair than the B lobbies. He, he was oh. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I suppose it's one of those funny things. How do you find? Because obviously you're at the very top. I mean, you're at A plus, and you've been you've been to S and S plus, haven't you? you you're... Yeah, I've been SS. Um, yeah, I've finished um, in the top two hundred uh, several times, and you get that famous SS badge, and you get that email saying if you if you do this, you get to be sent off to the finals. And I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I've just been sent an email from them saying if you um, if you finish like in the top two hundred again, or do like certain things. Um, I think it was a, when it was in Rome. It was like, oh, we'll send you out to Rome. It's funny because there's little terms and conditions. It goes, we will say we won't send you first class. <laughs> we will send you on the. We will send you. Don't think we'll, we'll put you in a hotel. We will provide food, but don't take the mic and stuff like that. So I've, I've I've had that email. That's that's quite funny. Uh, but yeah, with lobbies, it's strange. So um, you can find yourself with you can have like people like A plus rate SS drivers, um, and because they've had a bad race, they're in the B rated lobbies. Yeah, but because yeah. they're so angry because of what's yeah. happened, and then they, they kind of get self righteous, think, Well, I'm in these B rated drivers, they can get out of my way, and they just kind of push them out of the way. So, with these B rated drivers, think, oh, I'm in an A rated lobby, this should be good, or whatever, and yeah. then it's even worse than it was before because there's just people in there that are just angry, they're just angry they're there in the first place. So, yeah, sometimes an A rated driver can generally be worse than the B rated driver in terms of sportsmanship. It does happen, yeah. it really does. Right. Now we've got a good question here um, from Philip again. Ask about the community that you have created with your YouTube channel. So oh yeah. So I have to say the community we've managed to create on my channel is uh, is like no other. It's like no other. Um, it's just it's just such a nice community. We've got a Discord. Everyone gets along, and um, we have uh, I have a mem I have someone on my Discord called Gorilla Gaz. Uh, he's been like a moderator for me since he's since I've had a couple hundred subscribers. Uh, and recently, in the last month or so, uh, well, since he's been like a moderator. So in the last three, four months, he's been very ill in hospital, almost almost died. Um, but he'd always join the stream when he could from his hospital bed just to make sure everything's OK, which is yeah. and I thought that is unreal. So as yeah. soon as he come back, I started a thing with the community called Get Gaza Will. So whenever I'd stream anything people donated to me, they could choose if it went towards Get Gaza Will Fund or myself. So within yeah. a month, we've raised two hundred and fifteen pounds. And wow. when I next get paid from YouTube, Gaz is getting a will. And that's nice. all because of the community that we've got that we've yeah. managed to raise that. Uh, really? And yeah, so it's just been brilliant. So Gaz is well now, so he's back home. Uh, and then <laughs> at the end of the month, I'll hopefully be doing a video of buying him a, vi uh, a, a will. And then yeah. there should be hopefully one of him kind of unboxing it and that kind of stuff. But that's all from the community. Um, we're not the biggest in the world, but because of what we are and what we've done, it's just been brilliant. Like I couldn't thank people enough. It was unbelievable. The donations and yeah, it's the community on this channel uh, is surreal. You wouldn't believe how good the community is. It's fantastic. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, that's great to know. Um, and you do see that. I mean, I noticed that as well with Rory's community um, because that night when they came over, it was quite funny. We were streaming. We were both streaming our gaming sessions and I ended up being in a race at the Newburgh ring with Rory. Um, and uh, and, and, uh, and when he saw my name in there, he recognized it because he'd just been on my show a few days before. Um, yeah. and, but at the time, I was trying to get to 100 subscribers um, and people on my channel knew that's what was going to happen. And, and then um, they must have, uh, Rory had found out. Um, and so very kindly, people from his channel had come across and subscribed to mine. And we hit, we didn't, we didn't just hit 100, we got something like about 120 in the end. Um, yeah. So it was really fantastic. And it just shows you um, what people are like. And it's a lovely community. I think it's the kind of thing that we would have gone to the pub to talk about cars or to talk about racing or something like that. Now we're all stuck at home 
that we're watching YouTube, but you know, but we've got our community with our racing fans and and uh, and, and the racing channels that we follow, um, and it's really great because it's all fun and it's and uh, most of the time I think it all seems to work um, very well indeed. But, um, now we've got a question here um, from GT Plus Racing. Uh, Hugh, we should start a casual league for those of us who have been involved here, both guests and subs. What does Ollie think? I'll be up for it. I'm up for anything. I really am. Anything that will kind of like bring people together, the civic community together, I'm all for it. I'm, I am all for it. So if people ever wanted to do that, I'm all getting. The only thing I would say, without being rude or anything like that, because I have a full-time job and I need to record and stream, I really do not have much time at all. So yeah. I, it would have to be planned in the future because I don't have... I yeah. don't have much time. So I'd love to do it with people. I just don't want people to think I'm ignoring them or anything like that. I just, I just genuinely, it's hard to keep, it's hard to keep up. Um, I've, I've, I find it hard just to keep up with the YouTube comments at the moment. Uh, yeah. And so that God knows how like anyone with like hundred plus thousand subscribers does it. I've no idea. Uh, it's you get, you get comments every 10, 15 seconds. Uh, and it's just you can't keep up like you generally can't keep up. So I, I never want people to think I'm rude or anything like that. Um, but it just it would just have to be planned in advance because I just yeah. I'd, I'd need to find the time. Yeah, well, we're hoping to do a, a proper league. We did a lobby uh, thing on, on on Monday, which was quite fun. Um, it will either be called the, the Hattrick Racing League or it might be called Fat Man in a Cheap Sim in a Cheap Sim racing league so we'll have... <laughs> yeah the only problem with that name you is everyone's going to think they're a fat man in a, in a yeah, sim <laughs> it was really based on me um, <laughs> the only one but that might be on the trophy but it might be called the hatchet racing league yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no but it would be it would be fun um it, uh, yeah definitely we'll, we'll we'll get that sorted out well it's been fantastic having you on the show that's been an hour it's absolutely flowing yeah in. it has to be fair it's yeah. been brilliant i've enjoyed it you're really a very busy man, and I don't want to. It's, I don't want to take advantage of your of your generosity. Um, <laughs> you've already um, given us all today, um, but it's absolutely fantastic. And thank you to all of your um, uh, viewers and subscribers who have been watching here tonight. Uh, really appreciate you watching. And if you do want to subscribe to the channel, that would be amazing. We've got lots of interviews um, with other sim drivers and racing drivers, um, and also we have a kind of banter channel as well, where we've, we've done quite a few shows where we talk mm -hmm. about. Formula One and other things. Um, so I'm sure you'll enjoy them, especially if you like um, uh, Ollie as well, as I'm sure you do. Um, it would be fantastic um, for you if you want to watch them too. Um, but uh, we will leave it there. But stay on the line just now, Ollie, when I finish the show. Now we, we have our, our kind of motto here on the Car Sim and Race Driver Show. I don't know if you've heard of it. You might, you may, you may have not. But it's called Drive Fast and Try Not to Crash. That is simple, but works. Story. <laughs> so to all of our viewers and listeners around the globe, thank you very much for joining us tonight and watching what has been a fantastic interview and a show with Ollie. We've found out what makes him so fast. He's given us the tips. So now there's no more excuses for driving slowly. And Absolutely. hopefully we'll get a race with him in the next wee while. But it's been an honour to have you on the show. Really fantastic. Thank um, you. Loved it. Absolutely take loved care. It. And for all of our viewers and all of our um, and all, all of our watchers, we also have Josh Martin tomorrow night at eight o'clock, uh, eight p.m. live, um, and he's doing F1 sim racing. He's just beaten David Perel um, at at, uh, at Monza in the Ferrari Hublot series, um, which was a big, big um, uh, victory for him. So that is that will be fantastic to watch. So take care and drive fast, and try not to crash. And we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>